0: Do you, are you, are you going to um, Comic-Con, Rose City, Comic-Con? No, I don't think so. It's like in a oh, week, I think.
1: No, it's, I, I, yeah, I in think it's about a week. Well, no, it's this weekend. Oh,
0: it is this weekend. It's, the 9th yeah.
1: and 10th and all that, no. I think I'm going to go just for Saturday. Go and see what it's like. I'm sure it'll be fun.
0: I just want to go. I just haven't been to Comic-Con in so long. And I loved Rose City more than whatever, the one that travels through. Uh, Wizard Probably World. The Wizard World, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of miss it. And um, it's been 2022 is kind of my year of returning to things. Yeah. So um,
1: you should go check it out. See what it's like. And then give us an update. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh And I I do, I do like,
0: you know, we were speaking in the last episode about doing things alone. Um, Yeah. I love doing comic cons alone. I love just like being by myself
1: and like walking around. Can I tell you the most emo thing ever about me? Sure. The only, like, sometimes in the fall this is kind of stupid <laughs> sometimes in the fall i like to go get myself a coffee whatever in the morning mm-hmm. you know i mean when do i not dress in like black but like put on all my black clothes whatever and then in the morning like six in the morning go walk around a cemetery Oh, fun. That I sounds great. Like, and not because I'm like, this is creepy and spooky. No. I they're just, like I just
0: feel really at peace. They're peaceful and beautiful and, and interesting. And you can see and... beautiful
1: statues and you can yeah. see like, like gravestones that like have interesting dates or like, oh, what right. happened? Oh, this person only lived a few years. What the heck? Yeah. You know, and Or like, you try to find the oldest one. Or... Yes. And you yeah. just walk around. And I I used to be like, worried that people would, or like, you know, a security person or whatever would be like, you can't right. be, but I'd be like, what are they going to tell me? Tell me if I'm like, um, I'm, I've been searching for the gravestone of a family member for a long time. And, right. um, I just, like you get out of here, right? Like, give me a break. And I'm an adult. Okay. I'm just walking around. Sometimes. You're not like,
0: you're not like there to spray paint it, or but something. I feel
1: super at peace in them. And yeah. I don't know why, I mean, maybe just cause they're so quiet and yeah, but I think they're pretty too. When like. I was like, you know, high school
0: and into my twenties, I was obsessed with cemeteries and go, we would go all the time as. Like
1: be my friends Michael, just to walk around and look. Michael, I know that you just recently <laughs> in the past few years watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but that I sure was on when I was did. in high school. I know, I know. And I was like, I'm patrolling right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god, totally. <laughs> and my best friend <laughs> like growing it's up, a lived... slow night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: best friend growing up lived across the street from a cemetery. Uh, fun. So I was like, let's go all the oh.
0: time. Anyway, hey, honestly, I don't think it would creep me out at all if I lived right by a cemetery. I think I think it was oh. like pretty and cool. Yeah. Um, so
1: yeah, I feel really like good doing that alone. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. Right. I'm
0: also on that note. Slightly is, you know, also from being burned out at Burning Man. I am so ready for fall. Yeah, me I am too. So oh, so ready.
1: I want to play fall-themed video games. I want to decorate <sighs> my apartment already. I like, want to I, I want to go to Spirit
0: Halloween stores so bad. Oh, yeah. I, it's like you
1: can't. My you friend, can't hold could, me my back. friend, um, uh, a friend of mine is moving here from like Long Beach in. Like I think her move date is October first. Fun. She's moving to southeast, um, and we were friends like way back when I lived in LA. Like I don't know, sixteen, seventeen years ago. Um, and she has ne- she's always lived in Long Beach and in LA. She's never lived anywhere where the leaves change, mm. where the seasons, where it gets cold. And she's like, you don't understand, I'm so excited. I was like, we're going to a pumpkin patch. We're going oh, to a corn maze. All the we're things. To, we're doing all of it. Oh, I love like, a yeah. corn maze.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: we should totally go. I, I'm to uh,
0: go. Yes, let's go. I will totally go. And I would also, I, I didn't do this last year and I really wanted to, and then it just kind of came and left, but I didn't go to a haunted house and I love, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) You know, the older I get, the harder it is to find someone to go to a haunted house. And they're actually not that scary. And uh, of course, I say that and people are like,
1: okay, I'm going to tell you something about myself. Not at like the haunted mansion at Disney, but like any other theme park with like a scary haunted house. Yeah. And you're in a car, I close my eyes the entire time. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) I don't know why. I'll I'll keep asking around, see who wants to go. Cause I get
0: into it. I love the like the effort they put into it. I love walking into the rooms and being like, this is like I'm on a little movie set. And it's like
1: really feeling it. I want to like, cause like Hocus Pocus 2 is going to come out soon. Right. Yeah. You know, and I want to watch all, I want to watch like, All the scary stuff, but I also want to watch all the like not really spooky Halloween, like the Addams family. Yeah. Like, you know, like um just stuff like that. I think it'd be fun. I just want to watch all the movies this month. I mean in this fall.
0: I know. Um, We get I'm starting my hollow or my holiday celebrations earlier every year. Like I feel like
1: September
0: is kind of September
1: first for me. I'm sorry, but if people can start decorating like for Christmas in November, yeah. September first is when it's I'm sorry, it's fall. It's fall. I don't care if it's still hot. And it, it's like, it is hot, and I'll still
0: go to Rooster Rock and I'll go camping. I'll do all those things, but it's, it feels like I'm doing it in the fall. Yeah. But it's so warm.
1: I love it. I like, didn't we go camping in the fall that one time?
0: Yeah, for Sean's birthday. It was like September
1: 27th. Oh, wait. So we've done that twice for his birthday. Yeah. 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 That was fun. Yeah. I'm into it. Except for me. So, like, like again, like in our last episode, we were talking about, mm, but I don't know if this is for me. I think that, like, maybe Yumi and Sean just like instead, do like an Airbnb in Seattle or a cabin or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm down for that. So that way we can watch movies. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, there's some stuff I want to talk about. Some okay. Stuff that I'm not sure that if, if you've seen or not. So this would be kind of interesting. Sure. Um, so I've been watching Drag Race Philippines. Yeah. I have haven't not. seen it probably. Okay. No. What's interesting about it is that because of like the high, I guess, proficiency of people that speak English or level of people that speak English in the Philippines, It's in Tagalog and English and part of like, there's a lot of Spanish words too, because the the Philippines was calling it for a while, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, a lot of it's in English and that's kind of interesting to like watch. um, uh, I guess a franchise of Drag Race in an Asian country where they speak a lot of English, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's kind of interesting anyway. We have a new theme song for this podcast. Because, <laughs> okay. because um, Is there a song called Pop Off? Yes, there is. Oh! <clears throat> um, well, it's called Pop Off Ate, which means sis. It's like pop off oh, sis. Oh, fun. It's the third episode of uh, Philippines. It's a girl group challenge. So it's two different girl groups. And they have the same song called Pop Off. And they Love each have their verses. Challenge. It's the best girl group challenge I've ever seen on Drag Race. Fun all of them are crazy like dancing like the performances are great so you got to go listen to that song now and like watch okay. or, or you could go to youtube and just type in pop off drag race and they'll come up you know fun but yeah we got a new theme song <laughs> i love it um jiggly is jiggly caliente is one of the like judges ah uh, i love her so she's kind of like the michelle i guess yeah um and it's really fun i like it okay i'll check it
0: out yeah um I'll definitely look at that YouTube video. And it probably will make me want to watch the whole show.
1: Oh, it's it's a great season. I really like it. And some of the queens are very good. Fun. like the hot, It's like a high caliber of drag. It's really fun. Cool. Um, <clears throat> Have you watched any She-Hulk?
0: I have. I don't know how many are
1: out. Um, right now, there's... Well, as of this recording, there are three episodes out. So I think I've watched three. Have I mean, one must... Have you seen the one with Megan Thee Stallion?
0: No, so obviously okay, that's, I have not that, I one. would not
1: remember that.
0: So, so I've seen, seen the first two. two. Yeah. yeah, I've
1: seen the first two. Um yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I like it a lot. I do too. I I think I, the half hour comedy format actually works really well for a comic book kind of does, you know, show. It and that's does. really fun.
0: I I love the casting. I love the you know, the she hulk actress.
1: Um he's great. I, Did you ever watch Orphan Black? No. Oh my gosh, you'd love it. It She plays she plays like seven different clones of herself. Okay, okay. And they're all different. And she won, like, she won an Emmy for that show. She's so good. Right. I remember hearing so much mm-hmm. about
0: it. Um, I still feel like the animation is kind of crappy.
1: Yeah, I mean. Like when you I, see
0: other animations, you're just like, how is it that we have
1: this and we can't do that here? I think a big part of it is that it's a TV show on a budget. Yeah, so like a Marvel, be, a Marvel movie, be. a Marvel movie has to have a much bigger budget than say a TV show. So that's one. Sure. Although I think that the Hulk animation they kind of have pretty down, but not the She-Hulk stuff yeah. yet. Um but I don't know, it makes me feel really bad for the artists that like are I know. Slaving, slaving themselves over it, especially right. because they're like, well, this is the best we can do with this time restraint and this budget. And that
0: makes sense. I, it's, and it's not their fault. I'm just like, Disney, what yeah. are you doing? Like, why are right. you setting these people up to not do the best work they could do? Because if mm. that's the case, it's like, it. You, it that is my only gripe about the show and I don't want to tear it down. But like, it does take me out of it a little bit. Like the way yeah, she sure. moves, it feels just a little bit more... You know, CGI cartoony, like it's a little. I'm more offended
1: by you're gonna see it. I'm more offended by um the flat shoes that they force her to wear in the third. Oh god! (laughs) She's in her lawyer suit and she's wearing flat. It looks terrible. Um, Um, but uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love the I love the story. I love the setup. I love where it's going. I love the
1: sass. I think the it's. I I love that what it's doing is it's like dragging the like misogynist kind of dudes that come out like, oh, she's just a shitty version of the Hulk. or "Eh." Right. Like, you know, they like talk about people on the internet that are talking about her. They talk about how she's being perceived. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the comments I've seen from guys about like, this isn't She-Hulk. It's clear like they've never read a She-Hulk comic. Yeah. You know, and it's like, she's been around forever. She's not a new character. No. Not, you know, and i don't know just a lot of the comments that they seem to be making just make it sound like yeah you don't know the comics at all right so you don't know what you're talking about right and a lot of them are really upset by this monologue she has in the first episode that's like become you know this meme now um about like you know because when spoilers because when she turns into she hulk Mm -hmm. she doesn't like lose control and bruce is like not understanding why she can do she's like because i'm a woman, right? He's like, I know how to control my anger way better than you because I do it way more than you. Because she's, ha- it, I loved that message. Yeah. And a lot of guys seem to be really pissed about that. And I'm like, mm. but okay, maybe curb your anger then? <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah, to It's like, <laughs> I, I would
0: just want to ask why. <laughs> like, yeah, like why, uh, why is that so well, triggering for you? Why does that is, make you so mad? This goes into the next
1: thing I want to ask you about because there's been so much BS in my opinion. Being spewed at these fantasy shows, like in terms of miso- misogyny and racism,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and their House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, mm-hmm. right? So I just tweeted something that for me kind of sums it up. They're get, of course, they're getting like bad reviews. They're getting photo or not photo. They're getting like um, review bombed by like guys who are like, "This sucks, and why are there black people in my fantasy?" And blah, 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 right, and it's just so dumb. Yeah, I can't like, I remember there was was probably like a TikTok or something that went viral of this guy when they announced the casting for the new Little Mermaid and Mm -hmm. she's black Mm -hmm. and someone was complaining like, but the melanin in the skin and underneath (laughs) like the ocean, there's no light. So there's her skin wouldn't be dark. It would be like white. and And the guy was like, but a talking Jamaican crab.
0: You're totally fine with.
1: Singing Calypso music.
0: Yeah. You're
1: okay with that, but yeah, melanin in your skin.
0: Like, you're just a racist. Like, it, just and, say it. Yeah.
1: And he's like, it's a fiction. It's like a
0: fantasy. This so, isn't real. Let's just start there. So, it's what not... I tweeted
1: was, I said, I know you might feel burned by season eight of, so because I know a lot of people too who like, who are not racist or misogynist, mm-hmm. but they were so pissed off at the last season of game of thrones or at the hobbit movies for being one longer than they needed to be yeah they're like no game of thrones just i can't because it burned me and i just don't want it no pun intended but you know it's like i just (laughs) don't i just can't watch it right now because like i'm pissed about it so i tweeted i know you might feel burned by season eight of game of thrones or the hobbit movies and that makes you not want to watch house of the dragon and rings of power but considering how angry these misogynists and racists are that women and people of color are in their fantasy maybe watch them anyway <laughs> yeah for real I said, because they're counting on you not to watch if they complain so that these shows won't be successful so that we won't get more fantasy stories with women and people of color in them right so that alone would make me watch that for being sure said, that being said I have watched them both and I like them both a lot yeah. I've
0: watched the uh the Game of Thrones one.
1: So there's three episodes out.
0: I've only seen the first one.
1: Okay. The second one I really liked. It's probably my favorite of okay. the three. Um, but I mean, yeah, I find it to be a little more obviously a little more simple because it's mostly about this one family instead of like, you know, right. Whatever. Yeah, I, I was into it. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's the way I see it is like like, you know, some of the Star Wars movies aren't great. Mm-hmm. But when they made the Mandalorian mm-hmm. you know, George Lucas didn't make those it's it was some other person telling a story within that universe right so if your problem was that last season of Game of Thrones because you don't like what those two guys did well these are different people so telling, uh, yeah. telling a story in that universe so fine and
0: and it's it's nice to get like a more uh, I want to say like distilled version or something that just is a yeah. little easier to follow and well, totally can be an entry point for some people and just something that is, you know, it's a different style of storytelling in the same universe. Like the Mandalorian was supposed to be like a Western style and like, totally. And like, you know, this one is focusing on one family, not 12 families. Right. Like, I don't mind that because I got into the complicated storylines, but it is exhausting. Yeah. And I I appreciate seeing, you know, it's just like comic books, like a new writer will be like, I'm going to tell the X-Men in a different way. And it's like, We need that. We need to freshen it up.
1: Right. Scott has seen maybe the Lord of the Rings movies like once when they came out. Okay. And so he didn't have much invested in like, you know, Rings of Power. Yeah. So we were like, well, let's watch it. So we watched the first two episodes that came out and we both really liked them. And he felt like he was like, this is good, especially for people who like may, I mean, who doesn't but people who may not know a lot about lord of the rings or that world Mm -hmm. they do Mm -hmm. a really good job of explaining things to you in a way that's still entertaining so that you you're not confused right and in that show the thing i find funny is that like there's no hobbits they're called like harfoots because they're they're the like predecessors to hobbits or like their ancestors and one of them they well a few of them are cast as with people of color one of them a black man And then the two main kind of Harfoots are these two white, you know, British girls. And it's funny that a lot of these racists seem to be upset about the one who's black. Like, but hobbits are eh, right? When J.R.R. Tolkien in those books said the Harfoots have brown skin. (laughs) But guess which one they're mad about? Like, shouldn't you be mad about the two girls then that are white? Right, right, right. If it's about the... You know, if it's about the the um, like accuracy, right? If it's about the source material, then you should be mad at yeah. these two girls, right? And all the other white harfits or whatever they're called, right? Right. But they're not. No, it's I don't know. It's just dumb. And then of course people just don't like that um, Game of Thrones. I guess has cast like black people as some Valerians, and that it's a show like about a young woman. I'm like, uh, did did you like Arya? Right. Like Sansa. Did you like did it, like? Then who cares? Yeah, who like, cares? Why are we talking about like girls? Ugh. Like who's so stupid? Like as yeah. if as, you know I I've never forgotten this, and I kind of think it's true. I went and saw Gregory Gregory Maguire, who's like my favorite author, at a book signing a long time ago, and he's the author of Wicked, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of his books. He wrote four books in that series, but he also wrote like a book about Cinderella's stepsister. He wrote a book about Snow White. He wrote you know like all these kind of fairy tale things. Someone asked him, "Why do you always write about women?" And he was like, "Well, aren't they more interesting than men?" <laughs> 1000%. And that was his like only answer. Yeah. He was like, "Well, aren't I mean, they're more interesting, aren't they?" Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah. Like I I don't know, like most things I've written that are originally mine, the main characters are women." Yeah. Not because I identify as a woman or anything, but right. but because like, I, I, while well, I don't identify as a woman, I identify with stories m- more that seem to be made for women mm-hmm. or about women. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. But you know, anyway.
0: I think it's more interesting. I think like a strong woman is more interesting than a strong man. Imagine if Buffy were a guy. It would be such a different show.
1: Yeah, we'd be like, we've uh, we've seen this. Cool, dude fights vampires. The whole point right. of Buffy is that, like, oh, it's about the girl who goes into the alleyway and the monster's gonna come get her, but then she ends up kicking its ass.
0: Well, it's it's fighting like a patriarchal system that mm-hmm. we've been sick of for far too long, and there's yeah. been so much harm from it that it's it's satisfying to see the opposite side and to see it be flipped on upside down. Yeah,
1: yeah I agree. So, anyway, well that's some stuff. She held cast the Dragon Rings of Power. Love I it. drag race Philippines. i would suggest um that people do check out those shows just like i said just to throw off the people who don't want you to watch them because because they're upset <laughs> so
0: the the moral of this episode is if a white straight man is mad at it it's probably really good <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah maybe
0: <laughs> if if a racist white man is mad at it it's probably good. yeah all righty Well, I say we do
1: a, why don't we do a guinea more and then. Okay, let's do it. Call this another episode. Love it. What if we talk about her voice message?
0: Okay. So I haven't listened to it. Oh, okay. Because uh, it came out when I was at
1: Burning Man. And so I will say it's, I listened to it, but I haven't listened to it in several days. (laughs) Okay. 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 So I I sent you a link so you can listen to it later because it's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, Um, But she basically goes into like everything that happened from her point of view. Wow. And a big part of it is she continually goes back to saying, and I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. Like, then they made me do this. Then they told me to do this. She's like, and I just didn't understand why. Mm -hmm. And she keeps repeating that often enough that... I don't know how I don't know how to describe it other than it just made me really sad. Yeah, know that like this is, that she goes into like you know this happened started happening to me when I was twenty five, mm-hmm. and I think about a lot of the stuff she went through before she turned twenty five and how and how she may have had mental health issues, yeah. but it made me think how much worse have they been made, right? By her having to have undergone this thing for the past how many years, right? Like they're obviously way worse now. <clears throat> and I guess one of the big things that came <clears throat> excuse me, from this voice message was her sort of calling out her mom and her sister mm. and saying that she's more kind of disappointed in them mm-hmm. because she's like, y'all could have come and got me like at any time. Y'all could have mm-hmm. been like, get in the car, baby. Let's go. It's mm-hmm. like but none of you did that. And. She really called out her family in it. And I think that's why it was very, uh, not controversial, but like it went pretty viral pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said something really interesting in it about, because I think a lot of us had been wondering, we talked a little bit about this, like, is she going to do an Oprah interview? Is she going to do that? You know, right, and right, she's like, she's like the amount of offers I have been given for She's like, I have been offered an Oprah interview, but she says that it just feels like cheap. And shallow for her to just go and do interviews about this. Yeah. And and that it's not what she wants.
0: Hell yeah. And I because was like, it's then well, uh, cool, then don't. I love you know? that. Because she doesn't owe anyone anything. And well, and even, I think anything she would have said in an
1: interview, she kind of just said in this voice message.
0: Yeah. And even if it was Oprah, who I do think does a good job at these kind of interviews, Oprah would still have her spin on it. And it'd be very Oprah. And like anyone would have their take on it and it just doesn't need that. It doesn't need to have someone else's filter put on it. Right. And I, th- I think Brittany's tired of being filtered through other people's other people. lenses. Yeah. Well,
1: that's, that makes a lot of sense as to why she would then put out this voice message and just, you know, talk yeah. about, talk about her stuff that way.
0: I love it. She's just like lighting the match and burning shit down. Yeah. Like she does not care.
1: And I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I will be, Interested to hear what you think after you listen to it.
0: I will listen to it. Does she yeah. sound, does she sound well? <laughs> I don't, I don't mean
1: that to like, I, am not the best I don't, I don't person, think she is well. But...
0: I'm not saying that she is mentally unwell, but I just think that she is processing a lot of pain right now. And I think, you know, that can sound really um, shaky sometimes because it would be for anybody.
1: She, I mean, she said, okay. She doesn't sound scared. Yeah, she doesn't sound. She sounds like someone who just, again, fundamentally on a technical level, does not understand why this was done to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. or or why it was done to her for so long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, imagine she had to this conservatorship for like six months to make sure that she was okay and blah blah, blah. Right, and then right. it ended. She probably would have been like. Okay, cool. Yeah, I had people monitoring me and helping me at a time where maybe I could have used it, whatever. Yeah, I'm good. But no, it went on for like, how many years?
0: Like 15 15. years. Yeah. And that's such a huge chunk of your life. And I think that like, people are celebrating her right now in a way that they're hoping for something to still get back. Like, you know, the single she came out with is amazing with Elton John. But I'm not expecting an album. I'm not expecting anything from her. And, you know, we want to have this fairy tale story where she gets her chains broken and she's free and now she can be whatever Britney she wants to be. And she can be this independent artist and come out with her own material and do her own thing. It might take the rest of her life to really unpack what's been done to her. She might have to go through a lot of really hard processes to even find herself again. I don't think it's fair for anyone to expect her to be ready to do anything, And I think we're ready for this like return. And it's like her whole life has been like waiting for her to do the next thing. And I don't I hope she doesn't let that pressure affect her too much because it's the, the, the depths of the harm that's been done to her is unfathomable to all of us. Like we like I cannot I just can't imagine and nobody can besides her of what it was like to go through that. That is. Being put in a prison and forced to perform, and having your children's custody hung over your head for
1: 15 years. Yeah. So, well, speaking uh, of that, her kids, yeah, that's that's on our next episode segment and of KFED.
0: Oh, I hate KFED so much. Do you know about this?
1: Do you know about the Instagram post? Yeah,
0: I do. I, okay. I think... That's next
1: that's next time. That's next time guys.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Then enjoy
1: next episode. All right, bye. Guys, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>